song it just makes me think about Forrest Gump yeah I know. It's, it's like the uh, it's like the the anthem for the Vietnam War anytime you see like you see helicopters flying over you see you see it, it that means you know that this is gonna be about the Vietnam War they have it on every yeah every like movie no ever. matter no matter what yeah I don't if, know what it is if it's there's like, anything it, else it's probably a bad movie but yeah I mean was it really like did they listen to that during the war? Was I'm that, assuming so. I like, mean, isn't it, the, the son, isn't it about the war? Kind of. I, I think so. I know a lot like, of people back then. They lyrically, isn't it most about of the war? their most of their music was about the war. Yeah. And they're just they how displeased they were. Yeah, with the war, yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome back to the podcast. Um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Woodstock in our first of a series of the '60s. Yep, yep, Woodstock, main event of the evening. Very, very interesting topic. One of my favorites. I think a lot of people love Woodstock. It's like a, it's kind of like a foreign concept. You know, everybody wishes they were there, everybody our age. Well, that's the thing. Like, with, with Woodstock, it's that's why you have things like Coachella and yeah, even but Vans were, warp, warp Tour, you yeah, know? Yeah, but there like, were things before that, too, though. It, I mean, it did, it was, it was, it, it was the biggest concert of its time is i think it's like the biggest concert i don't even know of all was it of all time or i don't think it was all i time. doubt it was all time but, but it was it's, huge it's, well, it's up there it's huge for know? that time like, yeah that's a lot it was a lot of people it, they there was a, there was at one point where you know they they eventually were just like okay everybody's stopped paying because there's way too many people yeah they ran out and of so, tickets yeah so they just started you know breaking through people, the fence and getting in there people call it the free festival the free festival quote-unquote because uh, some people got in for free, some people didn't, you know? like Yeah, they just and they snuck in. Some of these people, they just, like, some of these counties in New York didn't know what to do, dude. Yeah, they, it, it's because Stewart there were County, so many people there. They they declared a state of emergency Wait, because the, of the traffic. What's the number counting? Like 500,000? 400,000, 400, I believe. I think like that's the last million, number I, I saw. Yeah, it, it was 400,000. Half a um, million? Almost half a and million And all they, they didn't Dang. even expect, they expected about... Two hundred thousand, I think. Yeah, that's a huge. That's um, three but, times as much, almost. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That, I mean, especially in the '60s, for everybody to get in one place like that, mm-hmm. that's a lot of people. Like nowadays, yeah. that's that's normal for festivals. I would festivals feel, I would feel like so that. uncomfortable though in something like that. I what guess do you mean, I, around I guess, so many people yeah, and stuff just, like that. Yeah, about so many around so many people. Like, there's nowhere to go. There's like. Yeah, people like, were using the restrooms right there on the ground because the porta potties were were the the lines were too long for them and and they were and sometimes you got to do what you got to do when whenever those and all the, the musicians are going until three four in the morning. What are you gonna do? Yeah, and all the rain, all the rain was pushing all the dookie and all the pee pee. It was pushing it all down. Yeah, running yep. it. Running That's it why everybody when you was perform, bathing in it. 
That's why now, when you perform, you perform on a stage. Do you know that? Well, I'm talking about the That's listeners. That's the whole reason. I'm talking about the listeners. Yeah, and the I'm talking about were. the people who were performing. Yeah. That's the whole reason they perform on stage now. They because don't they don't want to be pooped. They don't want to be performing and poopy. Yeah, basically. Basically. But Woodstock, like you said, it was one of the biggest, obviously the biggest of its time. I mean, and to think it almost didn't happen, too. Because they couldn't find anybody to yeah the funding the funding funding was also a, a, a problem. They literally spent everything they had on it. You know they actually lost money. Did they? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah they that's made right. their money back from the from the, from the documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, from that first documentary. They made plenty of it back and and speaking and of, then some. Speaking but. of, if you haven't seen that whole documentary, I recommend it. It's a really good documentary. Yeah, I started it the other day, but I didn't really finish it. Is, it. it is mostly the music that was playing at the time, so you got to kind of you know if you're into listening to the music, it's not it's it is kind of a documentary, but at the same time, it's more of just film the, of of the events that were happening, a lot of music playing and stuff. Yeah, so let's get down get down to it. Um, get down to it. Woodstock was was brought to us by uh, Michael Lang, Artie Kornfeld, and Joel Rosenman and John P. Roberts. And the reason they did this was to open a music studio. Wait, so they they thought that they would earn enough money to open up a music That's studio? That's the whole reason they wanted to perform to to. Have but with Woodstock all the, with was, all the money that they spent on Woodstock, you would think that they would just open up a studio. You would think, but apparently not. I guess we're a lot smarter now than they were in the '60s. Well, I think I think it was more of uh, they wanted people to rec they wanted the recognition. Yeah, if you, then, you could if open you, up a studio, exactly. You know, if you were exactly the biggest, if they knew you for hosting the biggest concert of all time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you hold that kind of concert with little to no. I mean, they had knowledge of the business. Obviously, they were able to to put this on, but little to no experience in this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, one of them was a promoter. Um, how much? Uh, did, how much did you say they spent on this? I, I don't know exactly how much they spent. It doesn't even give a number. I want to say. I want to say the documentary said it was like upwards to half a million, maybe. Like two hundred thousand. I'm pulling numbers out of my ass here. I really yeah. have no idea. I mean, but I well, know. Put I know it this it's, way: it's between... Credence, Credence, Clearwater Revival. Um, they CCR. were the first one to to sign a contract for the event, and they played for ten thousand dollars. I love CCR. So when you have cross, uh, I was about to say cross Canadian ragweed because you kept. But <laughs> 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 you when you have uh, Credence Clearwater Revival in, I don't know. That sounds like a good name. Only for a band. making. What cross Canadian ragweed? That is a band. Is it? Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a country thing. Is it a country? thing? I think so. Are they popular? Uh, I think most people know who they are. Okay, I don't. Yeah, you're not most people though. Yeah, so. oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but with with somebody like uh, Credence Clearwater getting ten thousand dollars to play, imagine how much Jimi Hendrix got. How much does is there a way? Can you pull up how much these people? I'm gonna got paid? try to see how much the I mean, people it would, made it would, for performing. I know, I know that you can find how much the the overall uh, the overall concert made, the host of the concert. But I'm not sure how much you know each individual artist got paid. If they did get paid anything, other than you know CCR, because CCR apparently was you know apparently they were 
They were real hags about the situation. They didn't know. Hendrix made 18000 That's it? Yeah. But that's a lot of money in the 60s. You gotta that think. Is, yeah, 18000 count for inflation. That's a... I don't know. But... That's a lot of money. Yeah. That is um, a lot of money. So... Um, right now, Adele is worth 750000 Drake is worth 300000 Why is Drake less than Adele? I figured Adele... I think would... Adele's bigger. Well, yeah, I mean, she's bigger. But, but, yeah, she's but, bigger. But she's bigger in different countries too. Like Drake is big in America. Yeah, yeah in I Canada. Know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know. What you but mean. Adele is bigger over there. Um, wow, Justin Timberlake is a million dollars. Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, here is how much people made at Woodstock. Obviously, not in counting for inflation or anything like that. Jimi Hendrix, number one, with 18,000. Uh, number two is Blood, Sweat, and Tears for 15,000. Who's Blood, Sweat, and Tears? I don't know. Let's just point out the ones that we know. Yeah. Um, Joan Baez, who was six months pregnant when she performed. Joanne Baez. She made 10,000. I'd ask for a lot more than 10,000 if I was six months pregnant. Yeah, but I'm sure she wanted to do it, though. She knew. I think. I think. Some of these people knew what they were getting themselves into. Knew that it was going to be huge, and so they just they just wanted to get into it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Credence, like we said, ten grand. Janis Joplin, seventy five hundred. The Who, sixty two fifty. Was, that's, was the uh, that's, Who that's big a, back then? I feel like that's a specific number. Everybody else is like even numbers. Was the, the Who big back then? Though? Yeah, yeah. The, not not huge like they are now. They they hadn't made a mark for themselves. But okay, they, I guess they, that makes sense. They then. were well known. Um, Grateful Dead is twenty five hundred. Shanana was seven hundred. I don't know who Shanana is either. But that's Santana a cool name. only got seven hundred fifty dollars for the for their perform for his performance. I don't think he was as big in the sixties. I mean, you gotta think this is not. Well, after 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 the performance, though, I think he he had a lot of recognition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of who's Country Joe? Whenever I was looking at the people who performed, I saw Country Joe. Country and Joe. Wondering Country Joe played. and the Fish. No, no, that's that's their they per, Country Joe performed twice, once by himself and then once with the Fish. <laughs> once with the Fish. Yeah, that's the band name. Look right here. I'll show you. The fish here's. I, I don't know why I was just thinking. Country Joe McDonald. I was just thinking that he's on stage performing, and then he's got a dead yeah, he's fish. Got a, he's got yeah. one of those wall-mounted, those wall fish. That's, yeah, the ones that say, "Don't worry, be happy." Yeah, he's got one of those on stage <laughs> with him singing. <laughs> but he, uh, I, I've never heard of Country Joe, but. I don't know why a country singer would perform for a bunch of hippies. Country Joe McDonald. I mean, CCR was there. I think they're kind of country. They're bluegrass. They're Louisiana. Yeah. They're yeah. Louisiana Gators. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a huge thing. And to think that some of these performers didn't perform until early morning. Like Janis Joplin performed at 2 a.m., the Who performed at 5 a.m. Who, this is like, so early. Were people there, like, staying the night there? Was that the... Yeah, they just stayed there. You know the, the hippie vans that you see? Yeah. In the old school movies? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's what they They were just staying in. the night in there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. I doubt they were all fitting into these little vans. Yeah, I mean, they were probably just sleeping on the ground. Now, I do know and that upwards of, like, 20, the, 30 people would fit in there. Considering all the drugs they were probably doing... Probably didn't have much time for sleep. Yeah, they they stayed up. For being honest, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but Jimmy was supposed to perform Sunday night 
but because of the rain, it got pushed back till mm-hmm. Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And, and he was the last to perform. Yeah, at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, at, uh, by that time, there were a lot of... By the time he, he performed, there were a lot of people that had dissipated. I think they said yeah, it, was, the rain it was like 200,000, 200, I think, was all that was left. Maybe yeah, but less. some of them only stayed just to see a glimpse of him, and then they walked off and just left. They were like, oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, cool. there he is. All right, they let's go, let's go. They took pictures with their smartphones. They snapped <laughs> they some out their selfies. iPhones. Yeah. Yeah, that's instead of the lighters like yeah. you see on TV, they had smartphones back then. That's what they do now, anyways. But, but it's um, like people don't enjoy the moment anymore. They have to live it through their technology. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lang is the one who had um, most of the experience as a promoter. Um, he organized a small festival, uh, the Miami Pop Festival, where twenty-five thousand people attended the event. 25,000. So he had a little bit of experience. But, but nothing that big. Yeah, nobody expected Woodstock to be as big as it was. People in the town didn't even want it to happen. Yeah, well, wait, Did I think there were some that wanted it to happen because of the publicity that it would bring from, the, that little southern town. For most of what I saw, the people of Bethel hated the idea. There were even signs um, saying, buy no milk. Stop Max's Hippie Music Festival. <laughs> I don't know what the buy no milk has to do with I, anything. I, I think I think he was. Probably, I guess it's because no, it's because it's on a dairy farm. Yeah, I, I he guess I he, he was probably the main contributor to milk at the time um, in that little small town. But uh, they they wanted it to take place in Wallkill, New York. Uh, that's where the proposed recording studio was going to be. Um, that's where it was going to be. So they wanted to guess. I, I guess. Build a build an audience from there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but local residents shot that down like it was a bird in the sky. Party poopers. Yeah, they didn't like it. Nobody liked hippies, and now everybody wants to be a hippie. Nah, that's not true. I think a lot of people still hate hippies. Yeah, hippie. I mean, they just call them hipsters. Yeah. Nowadays, well, I hippies think if are you, hipsters. I think if you name to some them. to a to an and old school hippie's face, to an old hippie's face, like old school hippie, mm-hmm. like Woodstock hippie. If I, I think if you compared them to a hipster, they'd probably drop kick you in the throat. Probably. I'm just gonna, yeah, just gonna say that. Yeah. They. I mean, they learned a little uh, taijutsu or something. Yeah. You know? I mean, when you're down. on drugs, you learn everything. I'm sure you do. You know, Yoga. You feel, you feel like you know everything. Exactly. So, they're still. Doing the marijuana smoking and the, the acid thing, dropping the thing at is, this though, age. The thing is about the hippie movement, it actually didn't last very long, uh, con- considering to other movements. I think hippies were only around for less than a decade. I think they were around for like seven years or something like that. Yeah, but they, they started... I don't think the word hippie was big until Woodstock. It was literally, it's literally like the 60s. Like that is hippie. 70s, that's what no, we call hippie, before though. before 60s, no. That's what we call hippie, weird. though. I know, but it's this weird, like, it's a boundary. Like, hippies were not before the 60s, and they were not after the 60s. I don't know it's if like you could say after, because there were some hippies. Like, I still see hippies all the time yeah, walking around. Yeah, they were around. slowly fading away. Yeah, they're they're slowly dying. Slow, painful deaths. Like the white rhino. Did you hear about the white rhino? Yeah. Last one. Well, he's not the last one. He's just the last male. Last male, yeah. So hey, maybe... He, he died. What, maybe, maybe if they... What if one of them decides is, decides it wants to be transgender? If you if one of them decides you carry that he on, wants, you could carry on the white rhino tradition. If you take the 
the wiener from the you dead could, white rhino. You could rhino do anything if you, the other one. if you believe hard enough. See, dude, we're trying to just save the world and we're trying to give save you guys a good rhinos. podcast. All right, let's get back to uh, talking about Woodstock. We're we're drifting. We drift too much on here. Yeah, but but it's it, it's good. It gives us a gives us a good way to to segue into other things, even if we're not the best segwayers. You know? Did you know two people died at Woodstock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one was their own fault, though. <laughs> Beautiful segues, Zach. Beautiful, perfectly executed. I'm getting better. Yeah, yeah, you are getting better. I'll give you that one. Uh, one of them was his own fault, though. He died on an overdose. What and was it? What did he overdose on? It, oh, in the uh, documentary, they were talking about the guys on stage, I guess the uh, the hosts on stage. Uh, he was talking about there's a few times you can hear him on stage, and he's talking about uh, he's making announcements about the acid that's going around, and he's saying the acid that's going around is not dangerous. There's been reports that there's an acid going around that's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. Trust me, nobody's going to die. Please buy my acid. I, they didn't pay me enough to be here, so please, just buy uh, the he, acid. He was pretty much saying, like, the acid that's going around is not laced. You're not going to die. Unless you're the one kid that died. <laughs> Unless you're the one kid that died, but he, <laughs> must, he must have died, you know, doing something else. The, the second one was, a, was ran over by a tractor. Oh, Oh, because he was asleep under it, right? Yeah, he was sleeping, and they ran him over. That's gruesome. I couldn't even imagine. Wait, is it one of those is it one of those tractors with, like, the the sharp uh, things, or was it oh, just God, like a... Oh, God, I hope not. I hope it was just a regular tractor. Like one of those tractors on The Happening with the with the rolling spikes? Yeah, the... Oh, God, I hope not, dude. The driver was never identified, so... Wait, mark, so was it a hit and run? Where'd he go? Mark this one up to the Green River Killer. We're gonna give it to Green uh, Gary Ridgeway. That, that's number seven hundred of the people he's killed. Actually, at that time, I, we I think we blame Manson. Yeah, we'll blame Manson instead. Manson, stop killing people with tractors. You're right though. How did they not catch that guy? Yeah, like where did he go? It's a he hit was and in, run. He it, was on a tractor. Tractors don't move fast. But that and there's a he's packed full of five hundred thousand other people around him. Where's he gonna go? Yeah, exactly. He's I don't not know. gonna just plow his tractor through five hundred other thousand people to get out of there. I don't know, dude. I don't know. How was that? How did that even happen? I don't know. Like that's the, the craziest thing. The driver thing to wasn't me. identified. But th- it's crazy to think how many people were there and more people weren't killed. Yeah, it is. It's strange. and all of them were on drugs. And I think it's because everybody had this profound like love for everything. There was no yeah. Violence. It was all peace and love. That's what everybody wanted. Compared to the '90s Woodstock one, the Woodstock two in '94, right? Was it '94? I think it was 99. Are you sure? I, I think I don't it was know. 94. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know, sure. dude. I'm pulling But we're talking about ass. the original Woodstock, not Woodstock 2 with Bob Dylan and all the that other greats. That one was so violent. They set fire. It's like, why was that one so violent? When, because, when the original one was about peace and love. Because and everything was illegal at that time. That's, I mean, grunge, grunge music was, you know, the hit scene at the time and stuff, I think. Yeah, so it, they were a little upset that Nirvana wasn't there. Uh, it was just... Metallica, all those guys. They were just, just upset they weren't there. Yeah, it was just that kind of music. wasn't as peaceful. Yeah, and... it, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, that's crazy to think that so many people were there on drugs, drugged out of their minds. And in the world that we live died. in today... If there was a festival you that big oh, you on that. drugs and everything, there'd be at least 400 dead, probably. There'd be dead, there'd be fires, there'd be riots, there'd be police SWAT teams. They'd be shut down in a heartbeat. Oh, you yeah. Know? 
Like, it's it's crazy to think. It like, would turn into a giant riot, chaotic mess. Yeah, everybody always says, like, oh, I was born in the wrong era. I should have been born in the 60s. You should be glad you're born today. The 60s For real. was probably so boring. They didn't have anything to do. Like, all they did was drugs. I don't know. It might be kind of fun. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now that I think about it, I I was born in the well, wrong era. Well, the thing era. is, is the the thing I like about the '60s and earlier eras is is the lack of technology. I know I know I love technology in this era, but the lack of technology is also kind of an advantage when it comes to socializing with people. I think when it, it was a lot easier to talk to people, you could connect with other people, and yeah, you know, but at doing the same things time, with your friends was a lot more. At common. the same time, what happens if you meet a girl in the bar? can't ask her for her number yeah you, you just have to stalk the bar and hope she comes phone back numbers this isn't the 20s yeah it was they got the 1960s know, 20s 1960s 20s yeah that's one nine six zero two zero that's a long way in the future yeah and they don't have 20. technology then what do you think is going to be in 1960 20 i don't know i just hope i'm alive for it look we're, we're like tangent. have you seen we're going alter- on a tangent. have you seen altered carbon no, but I heard it was pretty good. It's pretty freaking good. I've been watching it. And everybody's got stacks, so they never die. They just get re-sleeved into another human body. Oh. Every time they die, as long as they don't get killed by the stack. The stack is basically their memories and stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. interesting. Yeah. But, anyways. Um, Woodstock. Uh, yeah, like, it. it is an advantage to have no to having no technology but it's also a disadvantage it is yeah because you can't just find people on facebook and reconnect Uh with people that you haven't seen in a long time if they move away and all that kind of stuff but at the same time you don't have to deal with all the bullshit on facebook reconnecting with the people you didn't want to reconnect with i think mentally it affects us in this weird way i i think it did it did something to our brains to where we kind of and we don't want to leave the house. Nobody ever wants to leave the house. We're very concerned at as to what other people are doing at certain times. We we compare ourselves to you know our friends and and how they're doing and that we post pictures to gloat about what we're doing and stuff yeah, like that. You know basically. we 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 try to we're trying to be like everybody else. I think with 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 social, media, social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. You want to be who's followed the most, like yeah. on Twitter and stuff. That's all it is. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you're making fun of other people, you're everybody picking on people. Be, everybody it doesn't matter. Everybody wants to be matter. Kylie Jenner. Everybody yeah. wants to be... I want to be Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, everybody wants to be Kardashians. Um, but, so, with Woodstock, it was it was amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. It was That's freaking what I, it, awesome. Nobody strives to be anything other than living in the moment. That's, wow, that's they actually the named Snoopy's uh, little bird friend Woodstock after Woodstock. Really? Yeah. So yeah. it was like a hippie bird? Yeah, basically. He was he was a bird that smoked a lot of weed. Did he smoke weed? I'm assuming so. His name I think there Woodstock. were times. I think that I remember there were times where I think they hinted at stuff like that. Like, it's Snoopy. You never know. Snoopy was the Red Baron, too. So the, the guy who wrote Snoopy probably attended Woodstock. He, he was probably well, the one that ran over the dude with the tractor. Well, cartoonists, cartoonists, you know, they have a certain mindset. They gotta, yeah. have, they gotta be all kinds of messed up to write cartoons. Dr- in fact, drugs have influenced so many cartoonists. To I think even Disney. I think Walt Disney uh, 
had some influence. He dabbed, dabbled a little in the... He dabbed on haters? <laughs> he dabbed on the haters. <laughs> Flexing on them. And it's... I, Okay, I, I don't I don't know if Walt Disney really dabbled in drugs or anything, but I know there. I'm sure he I know did. Considering his his background background and how kind of fucked up Mickey Mouse actually is when you sit down and watch it. There's a lot of racism. Yeah, he in, was in old he was a piece shows. of shit. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, he was. But but Woodstock. Uh, <laughs> why do we keep doing this? Okay, um, at Woodstock, you know. A lot of the performers performed anti-war songs. Because that's what the 60s right. was all about. Right. Nobody wanted to be at war with Vietnam except for the U.S. government, it felt like. Right, right. When you go back and look at it, obviously you don't know. It's kind of like how people feel about certain wars now and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, you when know? you're in the moment, you don't really notice that all these, that, that the wars are happening, especially when they, there's a lack of information it all comes back to a lack of technology. You just kind of had to go with what the newspaper said and stuff. And they, the newspapers were the media at the time, and that's all that they, they newspapers and I think a few TV and mostly radio. Yeah, but, but they they all reported on the the war being. They they never reported that the war was unnecessary. Which, yeah, yeah, basically. But a lot of people felt that it was, mm-hmm. especially, um, I some. Vietnam veterans that came back from Vietnam, they realized when they got back that it was a pointless war. Right. Yeah. See what that's and they what I mean. Hated at, themselves the, at the time, for fighting it. at the time that they did, they didn't realize that it was pointless. They were they were doing what they were told to do. Yeah. But even though this this was an anti-war hippie celebration, basically, mm-hmm. the U.S. Army still helped out a lot. Yeah. Um, they airlifted in food, medical teams, and they even airlifted in the performers. Um, to help feed people, to help get them their music and all that kind of stuff. Right, so, right. Yeah, they uh, sandwiches. There was a lack of food at the at Woodstock. Yeah, there was and a that's lack crazy. Of like, think about if somebody went to Coachella and there was no food around. But the thing is, is there was only there was a few people complaining about it, but everybody was still, even though they were, they didn't, they were. Well, there I was guess a lack of sandwiches. Guess when you're eating shrooms, you're still getting filled up, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit at least. That's true. And plus, with all the with all the poopy that's rolling downhill, I'm you sure there was all eat. kinds of shrooms growing in the yep. poopy. Yep. Does does human poopy grow shrooms like cow dookie does? Does what? You get shrooms from cow dookie. Yeah. So does human dookie produce shrooms? Yeah, I I would assume so. Could you know. use it as could you use it as fertilizer? I'm sure you could. I think you could. Um, this was obviously like a a groovy time, I guess you would say. You know, groovy. No, groovy was seventies. No, 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 no. This was 1969. This is when groovy started. Oh, okay, okay. I guess okay. you're. Right. I guess you're right. Okay, this is was when groovy started. Um, but like this. Uh, concert could have been a lot bigger than it was. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't want to go because on news stations, radio stations, it was traffic. It was nothing but large amounts of traffic, mm-hmm. and people didn't want to go. Yeah, they, the media definitely deterred people from showing up. Yeah, and, and it that's crazy been a lot to bigger think than it was. So many people were still there, though. Yeah, like it could have been millions of people for all we know. And I'm sure whoever, had they not turned around in traffic. I'm sure whoever turned around and didn't go regretted it. Yeah, because they, 
they didn't realize it was going to be this big of a thing, you know? Yeah, it's one of the greatest concerts of all time. I mean, it's hard to argue that. It really is. Um, there was a bunch of performers, however, that hated performing for it. Mm-hmm. Like, Credence was one of them. They hated it. Yeah. I mean, they didn't perform until 3 o'clock in the morning, but... Yeah, and the Doors was scheduled to... Or, they weren't scheduled to. They they were offered to join, but they, they didn't want to They were going in. to... But Jim Morrison doesn't like performing in the outdoors, I think was his quote. And plus, they thought it was going to be another uh, another concert that they did in the past that was just a pointless and a waste of time. I forget what concert it was. I think it was Monterey. The, or the Monterey... Monterey. <laughs> the Monterey Festival. Yeah, like he... A lot of people wanted to perform, but were kind of standoffish because of the people that were holding the festival. Mm-hmm. It's people that nobody had ever heard of, you know? Right, right. Until after this festival. Yeah. I mean, if somebody came up to you and said, hey, I want you guys to go on tour for your podcast, and I'll pay you $500 a show. I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat too. I'd do it in but, a heartbeat, yeah. But, but if we were a bigger podcast, yeah, it'd be and like a waste of time. People that we had never heard of, we'd you know, feel like it was a waste of time. Exactly. And then it, later on, we find out that it was this huge podcast event. Now everybody who went is this huge podcasters, and it was just the greatest podcasting event of all time. And we missed out on it I because would be we were like, off. I don't know that guy. I'd be so. Angry. I would probably throw you in the dumpster, honestly. Hey, this I, I would say that it was your idea to not go. All right. I'd throw myself in the dumpster. Exactly. But uh, another one was Ravi Shankar. He's an Indian star. Oh, um, Shankar. He, Ravi. Uh, he he actually called it a terrifying experience because the muddy people in the crowd reminded him of the water buffaloes back home in India. Little bear. Wild water Not buffalo. that Indian. Oh. oh, oh. Not that Indian. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he, he said it reminded him of water buffaloes. The herds of muddy people. Because that's what the rain did. Yeah. You know, that's what rain does. It causes mud. Are you sure it's not that Indian? Because he's talking about water buffaloes. Yeah. He said back home in India. Oh, India. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's that kind of Indian. Not not the, the not the kind off their own Yeah, not the Indian. kind that we stole everything and raped all their women and yeah, not destroyed those, all their villages. Not those kind of. But there was some groups that actually got bigger because of it. Like The Who was one of them. Um, Shanana. Still Shanana. Haven't, still haven't heard of them. But na, 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 apparently na. their career took off. And uh, after they were seen in the Woodstock documentary. You don't know Shanana? No. Shanana? No, I don't. Shanana? I don't think that's it. I think you're singing some kind of Beyonce or something. They were a doo-wop, so I don't think they were doing doo-wop, any kind of that. Doo-wop, bop, doo-wop. Yeah, basically. They were Hanson. They were Hanson before Hanson, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Um, uh, so, for this festival, it, it was good for a lot of people. I mean, it was good for everybody that performed in it. Obviously, we're talking about them still to this day mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously haven't heard of some some of them like Country Joe, right? And I, his, we've seen his fish all over the place. Maybe it's just but. because we're not, we're not, we're not caught up on these. We're not very read up on the performers that perform. 
It's very. They were probably huge in the '60s, and they're probably huge to people who really, really enjoy '60s music, and and Woodstock music. Right. You know, probably, but you would think you would know who they are because we know, like, we know the big ones. We know Credence. We know the Who. Yeah, we but know just just because Grateful they're not Dead. that big, doesn't mean that they're not big. I guess I see your point. Um. Wow, Martin Scorsese did was one of the editors for the documentary. Who is that? You don't know who Martin Scorsese is? He's no. one of the biggest directors of all time. Really? Yeah. And this was his one of his first jobs. That, so, so he started it helped, out? It helped people in the movie industry as well. What does he direct? I can't think of some of the movies that he's directed, but I just know he's like a but huge they're, they're big. But they're big movies? Yeah, most of them. Oh, Most cool. of them are big movies. So uh, it's, it's like not even singers didn't even get their start there. Yeah, some people it wasn't just, just got, singers that got their start. Yeah, there. some people like it's crazy to think how many people actually benefited from this. Like mm-hmm. obviously the hippies that were out in the rain getting pneumonia didn't benefit, but yeah, the people that performed for them and helped put on the documentary and helped put on the show, it all benefited out. massively. I bet that they were pretty pissed off at the end of the at the end of the the concert when they realized that they didn't earn back the money that they spent, and 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 then after the documentary came out, that's when they were like, "Wow, like that's huge!" Like we. They we, they actually earned the money because they didn't earn the money back initially, which is crazy to think as many people as were there. You yeah, know? exactly. I wouldn't let people come in for free. I'd be standing at the gate fighting fools. Well, that's the thing. Where's is your it, ticket? <laughs> they took they took down all the gates though. It was a mob of people, and they were like, you know, I'm not paying for this. And when there's so many people, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. You just gotta kind of let them tear the fence down. And barge on in. Plus, ticket prices were what six dollars, six dollars a ticket or something like that. Six dollars and fifty yeah, cents. Yeah, if ticket. you if you inflate it, it's about six, twelve to eighteen dollars per ticket. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's crazy. That's cheap for that that's many crazy people. Crazy cheap, yeah. Um, but some of the other bands that were invited, Led Zeppelin. Obviously, they didn't struggle too much, uh, not going to Woodstock. What was the, the? Is there a reason as to why they didn't show up? Uh, most of them had other arrangements. Uh, yeah, I know. I know the, the Moody Beatles. Blues had other arrangements. I think the Beatles were invited, and I want to say, and don't quote me on this, but I want to say John Lennon was okay with doing it. But uh, you know, the, at that time, the Beatles were already having their differences. Yeah, they were. Thanks to Yoko. Yeah, bitch. I think that I want to say that that was a problem. Is that he wanted to invite Yoko with him? That, and, you know what I remember that, uh, other... the the Woodstock movie, like the the movie, not the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, actually pointed that out also. Like, yeah, he wanted to bring Yoko, and the other Beatles said, "But Fuck I think you. I think that's unconfirmed. I want to yeah, say but that it, that's a that's a rumor, and it might be true. It might not be true. But that's, odds are, it's probably true. Yeah, Yo- mean, Yoko got in the way a lot. So, um, but Jethro Tull, uh. Kind of boring people, it seems like. Uh, they said, uh, the front man, Ian Anderson, he said, I don't like hippies, and I'm usually rather put off by naked ladies unless the time is right. What? Yeah. What a homo. What kind of guy is put off by naked <laughs> ladies? I mean, I, especially I hippie naked ladies. Like, if you look back at those pictures, some of those hippies were very attractive. He respects the woman's body. He doesn't objectify women. 
He's very respectful. Yep. And yep. he also likes wieners. And he doesn't like smoking marijuana. He likes smoking hot dogs, I guess. He likes smoking big old sausages. <laughs> so he seems like a pretty boring guy. Um, yeah, you know, that's not the kind of guy I would want performing at my place anyways, especially for something like Woodstock. I'm, I mean, performing. I'm sure he's not a boring guy performing. Maybe, but he doesn't like hippies. And he doesn't like naked ladies. God damn it. I would not like that kind of guy in my place. I know, I know. But, um, but like we mentioned earlier, there was another Woodstock in 1999. and uh, That one was so violent compared to this <laughs> It one, really though. was, and it was so much more expensive. Um, at the blog.syracuse.com uh, wrote an article about the differences. Mm-hmm. I feel. I, I do feel like the whole '99 Woodstock was just a way to make more money. Yeah, they wanted like they, to capitalize they, on it. That's yeah, all they it used was. they used the name Woodstock in order to earn to to gain the uh, popularity that the old concert had earned. But in reality, it was so much different. Yeah, nothing was the same at all. It wasn't about love. No, it was about looted camping equipment. Mm-hmm. Everybody stole camping stuff. Yep. It doesn't matter how much you how much you paid for it, you probably weren't getting it back at the end of the day. It was so violent. They stole camping equipment. That just shows that. how fast time actually goes by. Like thirty years the tickets for the original Woodstock were six fifty for one day and eighteen for all three days. And the eighteen dollars for all three days was just an advance sale. Right, and that wasn't even nobody not everybody even paid that. Yeah, exactly. And there, nobody was mad that people got in for free. I mean, obviously, they were probably pretty mad they didn't make any money off right. of them. But still, it wasn't like, get the fuck out or and don't come back. You it know? wasn't it as was... capitalistic. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, in the 60s, you could live like that, but now you can't. Like, right. even in 1999, it's the, all about the money tickets now. were $150. It's all about money now. It's like... Like, you can clearly tell the differences in between the 60s and, and today, or the 90s even. It's just, there's, it's, the, the, the need and the greed, the need to gain more money has just shot up tremendously. It's like, it's turned into, the, the rat race has, has grown so much now to where it's like everybody's goal in life is to earn more money. And at that time in the 60s, it was not like that at all. Everybody... Just loved living life and, and loved the way happy, they were doing. You know, yeah, like, they were happy the way things were. If you were poor, you were poor. If you were rich, you were rich. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they just loved life in general. Like and and in in ninety nine Woodstock two, um, a lot of things were burnt. Just burned down. It's it's because of the amount of hatred that was going on. Like it was they burned so, everything. They yeah. burned buses. They burned booths they burned trailers they burned camping equipment I told you dude it was the only violent. thing that they burned in 1969 was some weed yeah that's about they all did. they burned they burned weed they burned that devil's lettuce clothing was optional in both cases um, but in 99 did they was that a big drug thing going on there i, mean, I think I that's whenever um i think there was more security and stuff go- involved at that time yeah, that and they kept people away. Things with were the drugs. more th- things were more frowned upon in '99, like marijuana, acid stuff right, like that. Right. So it wasn't 
as big then, which maybe that plays a big part in yeah, why everything be. is think, so terrible right now. Like you, you think that if weed is illegal, may have taken acid and smoked weed at the time, it wouldn't have been so violent. It, maybe you never know though. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's it's an extreme possibility that if marijuana and stuff was legal in 1999, none of this stuff would have happened. It wouldn't have been as violent as it was. It's very not that it was legal in the 60s, but yeah, it but was. It, wasn't, it was. It wasn't as it wasn't frowned as, upon. It wasn't as um, frowned upon, right? No, I'm trying to. It wasn't as punished in the right. 60s. Yeah, it wasn't as severely. It wasn't as severe punishments. Like, you get arrested for a joint and you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, you're paying thousands of dollars in fines and yep. probably probation. And it's crazy. It's that's, ridiculous. It, that should not be that way. I don't think it should no, be it that way. Um, the food service in '69 was Hog Farm, uh, free kitchen, and thirty thousand emergency sandwiches prepared by the women's group of the Jewish Community Center of Monticello. Okay, in '99 it had four bottled four dollars bottled water. See, that's crazy. Why? Like, why would you sell water to people who are there that have already paid the ticket? Like water. Water is something that should have been free. Water's water and they were they were charging twelve dollars for single slices of pizza. That's insane. Like in '69, they were giving away sandwiches for free. But maybe that's why they ran out. Maybe if they, but I don't know. I just I, it works me up. I feel so angry. Yeah, I get exactly what you mean, man. Like it's ridiculous how how much things have changed since then. Everybody needs money. If you don't have money, you're looked down on now. Mm-hmm. If you don't have as much money as your next-door neighbor, that next-door neighbor thinks he's better than you. It's, that's everybody's point in life. It's like, really, everybody's point in life nowadays revolves around money. And I admit, I want to make money, you want to make money, but we have to, to live. Right, It's like, but there should be a good balance to where you, you earn enough and you enjoy your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you don't... You don't you know, try to squeeze every last dime out of people. Yeah, exactly. So, for for the tickets that cost nothing in 1969, mm-hmm. they're going for $255. As today? Yeah. The tickets that were $150 in 1999, the stubs with map of the grounds, like where the people were performing, are only going for $24.99 and nobody wants them. Right, because it wasn't as impactful. Yeah, exactly. Um, the nineteen ninety nine, just some of the irony that's going on in this. Right. The one that was held in nineteen ninety nine was held at an air force base. Mm-hmm. The original was very anti war, mm-hmm. very anti military. Yep. So I mean, it's like they just completely forgot who they were and just wanted to cash in. That's that's what I'm telling. They just used the name Woodstock. For the amount of popularity it would bring it. Some people um, from Woodstock in 99 that gained a little bit of notoriety is, is Limp Biscuit, And that's about the only one that I know from Woodstock in 99. Yeah. I uh, mean, Bob Dylan and wait, people like that. Wait, didn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers play Yeah, in the Red Hot Chili Peppers did too. Kid Rock. Um, stuff like that. But Those were already big. They were already pretty big, yes. Um, Dave Matthews Band performed Godsmack, Kid Rock, Corn, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So they had big names, you know? Yeah, but it's like these names are so, like, this kind of music is so different than the music that was playing in 69. 
because these musics are very heavy. It's a lot heavier. But I guess at the time, 69, uh, at, at the time of the 69 Woodstock, that music was considered heavier. It was actually rock and roll compared to, you know, other songs at the time. I think it was a bit heavier. And it was also, it was also uh, rebellious. It was yeah. it was rebellious kind of music, sixty nine, and so ninety nine. That's the it same thing. It was mainstream it's, music, though. It's still rebellious kind of music, but in a different kind of way. Yeah, they rebelled differently in sixty nine. They rebelled from the system. They rebelled in a peaceful way, in a peaceful manner, and they rebelled by taking acid and you know, tuning out of society. Right. But ninety nine rebelled in the kind of way that was like we're gonna set play fire. shit music and set, stuff like that. Set fire to society. <laughs> um. And the the lyrics were actually pretty spot on for the for the anthems of the the Woodstocks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's Woodstock by Joni Mitchell, uh, the original Woodstock anthem. By the time we got to Woodstock, we were half a million strong, and everywhere there was a song and celebration. Very true. Mm-hmm. Half a million, nothing but celebration. Right. Here's Summer of Love by the Bacon Brothers. Never heard of the Bacon Brothers, but I like their name. Bacon Brothers, I like it. Me and Joey in a blacktop garden, a big old burning sun above, and the fires will soon be starting, <laughs> but this ain't no Summer of Love. So so the, the fires did start. Yeah. See, um, that's what unfortunately I... in the wrong kind of way that the Bacon Brothers were going for, but they started. This ain't no Summer of Love. Like That pretty much sums it up right there. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't even trying. Yes, and, and some famous last words from each of them. Three days of peace and music. It's Woodstock, burn the wood. I'm sure you can guess which is which by this point. Um, but, like, it, it's really frustrating that they tried to capitalize on such a big thing mm-hmm. and ruined it, you know? Like, there were, I, I think people died in the 99 one. I'm sure they did. You know, and, and and I'm not talking tractor, accidental tractor, accident, or an overdose. Yeah, two people out of 500,000. This I'm talking about violent deaths. Did people die? I, I don't want to, you know, I might be eating my words. Maybe nobody died in 99. Maybe they were... Maybe maybe nobody died, and, and maybe it was peaceful. Maybe it was actually peaceful, and it just appeared to be... Wow. Rage Against the Machine, um... Burnt the American flag on stage. Ah, it's crazy. While playing "Killing in the Name of." See, that, that's that's what I mean. It's a different kind of rebellious. Try again later. That's okay, I... we'll try again later. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, we're gonna have to stop the podcast and try again later. We'll try again later. <laughs> um, but like that's the thing. Like, see what? I, what I mean is like that's a different kind of rebellious. That's what you see. This, this is anarchy. This is anarchy. The original was. They're they're using they're using a different tactic to to show their rebellious nature, to rebel against the system. They're using a lot more violence. So Limp Biscuits actually what caused kind of the uh, the violence there. Mm-hmm. I would I would imagine Limp Biscuits a violent kind of. Um, several sexual assaults were reported after the concert. Um. Uh, but Fred Durst, the lead singer of Limp Biscuit, said, mm-hmm. People are getting hurt. Don't let anybody get hurt. But I don't think you should mellow out. Which is kind of weird. 
Um, he said, that's what Alanis Morissette had you motherfuckers do. If someone falls, pick them up. Yeah, if he, he doesn't want he doesn't want anybody to mellow out, so he wants everybody to get wild and crazy. And yeah, which know. is kind of like yeah, I get it. It's a concert. You want to be hype and super excited about it, but but not in this name. Not not with under under the Woodstock name. I feel like that should not have been the case. Like Woodstock is about mellowing out. Mm-hmm. That's what I I mean. That's how I thought of it. It was a peaceful movement. It was a peaceful concert. That's. And that's what the that's what they should have did when they reenacted it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I don't. It really frustrates me reading about Woodstock too. It does. Like yeah. it, it pisses me off. It pisses because... me off too, and I don't know why. I don't know why it pisses me off so much, but I guess it's just because it really puts into perspective our capitalistic society and how we've grown to be so greedy. And and. Also violent. And, and a lot of these performers didn't care that people were getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. They were like, get loud, get get pumped up. Mm-hmm. But, like... <sighs> Calm down. Wow. Calm down. Um, Take some deep breaths. Wow. Eyewitnesses reported a crowd-surfing woman being pulled down into the crowd and gang-raped. Oh. In a mosh pit. No during way. During biscuit set. Really? Yeah. That's... Another one during Korn's performance. That's messed up. And like we said before, approximately 12 trailers, a small bus, and a number of the vendors were burnt to the ground. That's insane. There were no recorded deaths at the concert site. But that's None recorded. Deaths are... Well, I mean, that's kind of crazy, too, at the same time. None at all. Compared to the three... Wasn't it three at uh, original Woodstock? Two. Two original was the overdose and the guy that got ran over by the runaway right, track. Right, right, right. So the peaceful movement had two people die, and the violent one had no people die. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah that you're is right. Crazy like, to think about. But there was actually some pretty good bands at the '99 Woodstock. I mean, oh, I'm not gonna we're lie. talking I a love... bunch of crap about it, but there was some really good yeah, bands. There was. I'm not gonna lie. I love listening to that kind of music. I love you listening have, to the. You to... have the Offspring. Uh, mm-hmm. Buck Cherry, Insane Clown Posse, DMX, Cheryl. Yeah, why mean, was Cheryl Crow there? Though? Why was <laughs> Cheryl Crow's like Country Joe? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you have to throw in a country music person to get. More I think people I think it's just a mixture of so many people because they knew it was Woodstock and they didn't want to miss out on Woodstock too, knowing how big Woodstock one is. Yeah, you had Metallica. God, there's a lot of people that played at '99. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Look, Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Everclear. Um... There was a bunch of people. There was a lot of... Willie Nelson performed at Woodstock, Yeah, Willie Nelson performed there. That's crazy. Uh, Obviously, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Muse performed at Woodstock, too. Creed. Wow. That's, like... It was a really awesome show, I'm sure. Like, it was... Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as much violence and hate that seems like it was there... Yeah, I think think that it was... pushes me off I think it. it was just those few bands that... That that made it like that, like yeah, cause like people Limp who Bizkit listen, and Rage Against listen. the Museum, the museum, Rage Against the Museum, <laughs> <laughs> starring <laughs> starring Ben Stiller, <laughs> but Rage Against the Museum. Um, um, yeah, like there was a bunch of good people there, uh, but just like I said, the hate and anger that came out of the people that listened to those people, but obviously people who listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers and Creed aren't going to burn stuff down. 
If you're listening to Creed, you're probably going to set yourself on fire because you're so sad. Well, actually, I want to say it was when the Red Hot Chili Peppers were performing was when there was a big fire. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I know when I listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers, it's not like mosh pit kind of music, but Limp no. Biscuit and stuff like that, that is mosh pit music. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Anyways, I feel like we're, we're digging too deep into the 99 one. That should have its own little podcast. Uh, maybe in the future. Yeah, maybe we, should in the do, future, we should do a future 99 podcast, some type. The 69 um, podcast was amazing. 69 podcast? 69 podcast. This right. one. This podcast. Okay. Uh, the 69 Woodstock was pretty good. Uh, obviously didn't have as many big names there, but the names that it did have were plenty, you know? It was just, it was, uh, it was different. It was a nice little festival for people to relax, hang out, and... And it really started a movement when it comes to music festivals. You it know? did, yeah, it did. It 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 turned concerts into more than just concerts. Into like, more, yeah. It turned them like into... now we have like Coachella, which I want to go to just to say I've been. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different kinds of Coachellas, though. Is it? Like, well, not different kinds of Coachellas, but you know what I mean. Like, like different, different type of mu- music different festival? types of music festivals. Yeah, I like went Coachella. to went to Weenie Roast. Uh, it was a '94-5 thing at the Pavilion. Mm-hmm. In the Woodlands, and it was good, you know. Like they had a few bands there, um, obviously nothing big, but it was good. Like, and it was re- it wasn't crazy, it was yeah. relaxing. Mm-hmm. And which um, is how I think that well, some concerts should be. If you're going, to, I, if you go to like a Metallica concert, obviously it should be crazy. It should be hectic. It, see, know, I, I'm not kind. I'm not personally a big fan of that kind of music though. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be in a mosh pit ever in my life, probably. Right. Um, but these slower types of music and stuff, it's I feel like it's better for something like a Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Like you had Jimi Hendrix, and these were all anti-government, anti-establishment people. You know? It was just imagine, imagine uh, everybody, all the people tripping on acid, all the people just kind of like, like enjoying their life and. And noticing, noticing things, like, I don't know, it was, the movement of the 60s in general is just a crazy, crazy movement. It was one of the first times that people really went against the government. Before that, everybody always loved, went with what the government said, full-heartedly, without any kind of, didn't care, just kind of went with it. And this is one of the in the sixties was one of the first times when people actually was like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Like this isn't this isn't right. This shouldn't be right and, and was actually protesting against our government and the ways that we did things. It was yeah. one of the first times and, and that set that that's that was the beginning of future protests and future movements. That kind of peaceful summer of love right and one of the reasons obviously people didn't like the government i mean look at who the president was at the time mm-hmm. it was richard nixon right definitely not our best president of all time at that time it was but i mean there was also a, there was also a jfk yeah and yeah but um see richard nixon was probably the reason the beatles weren't there maybe Have you heard that theory no um they People thought that, well, the theory is that John Lennon was in Canada, mm-hmm. and Richard Nixon made sure he wasn't able to get a visa. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he, he, he didn't like that whole hippie movement? 
because uh, John Lennon at the time was was leading a the peaceful movement. Exactly. You know, he he was a he was a prominent figure in that whole in that whole love and peace movement. Yeah, like it's it's crazy that that a president would uh well it was crazy at the time that a president would spend his time feuding with celebrities. I want to say a lot of people believe that LSD was made illegal because it it provided that mindset. Could you imagine if Richard Nixon was president right now? I think it would feel a lot like Donald Trump. Being yeah, president. I think it would be too. Yeah, like because Richard Nixon would be all over Twitter. I feel like I think so too. I think I think that they. I feel like that they would be very similar presidents. I do too. Nixon, um, Nixon, and Trump, and and Nixon would be the one arguing on Twitter. Mm. You know, like he really would be like defending his pride and his ego. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He'd just be like, "I'm more than just a head. Don't listen to Futurama." <laughs> You know, like I've, I've I've never seen such a president with such such a massive ego, like other rather than than Trump. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. But Richard Nixon, I'm sure, had an ego. Just as I'm big. sure he did too. But it's but it it's wasn't not as reported he, as yeah, much. exactly. But Trump, with the way he just acts as a human being, he's, mm-hmm. you can tell he's. And now now we have Twitter and, and social medias that we could see exactly how our presidents are. Yeah, one hundred percent. So it's it's easier now. Well, it's actually harder now to. To do these kind of things, because if you don't, if you do these things, like obviously they had the March for Our Lives this weekend, you know, mm-hmm. um, the students uh, that were that survived right. the shooting at Stoneman Douglas. Now I want to, I want to, I want to comment on that real quick. I'm going to tell you that I am not a big fan of that Emma woman. Who's Emma? Emma Gonzalez. Oh, that why? I just I feel like she is incredibly overdramatic. I feel like she she. She puts on the show and she she acts like this really impacted her in such a way. I feel like the whole she she's really over exaggerates it in order to prove a point. Now I get that she has that she you know she wants to change and and that they were impacted, but she really pushes the whole acting thing. Like you could tell that she's being purposely over dramatic. And I'm I'm just I'm not a big fan of that, you know. It, yeah, it, I it's understand not genuine. Where you're it doesn't from. it doesn't feel genuine. To I me. get where you're coming she, from. She I see that she doesn't feel genuine to me. The other ones, however, actually really do. I follow a couple of them on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and they're they seem genuine, you know. Like mm-hmm. obviously they've got a lot of press and coverage because of this. Right. Right. But they do seem like they genuinely yeah. want to make a difference. Right. Right. Um, which they, I they think is the, amazing they, for they kids the right their to age to to be making a difference this right. impactful yeah. is amazing. Like, yeah, you can say, oh, they're kids. We shouldn't listen to their opinion anyways. But they're the future. Mm-hmm. You know? But Yeah, that, that Emma woman, I just feel like she would have jumped on anything if she knew that it was going to give her she pu- publicity. She seems like that kind of person. If, if she that, really if, does. If it was going to give her publicity, she would have jumped on it. But one thing that, that aggravates me is people trying to blame the victims. Right. Have you seen that? Right. I've, that they yeah, said, I know, oh, I know. you shouldn't have bullied him and he wouldn't have shot up the school. Like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, but, I mean, that is true, though. We do need to stop bullying people. Yeah, we do need to stop bullying that, people. But at the same time, 
if we stopped bullying people, I'm sure that there would be less school shooters. Okay, so the guy who shot up Sandy Hook, he didn't attend Sandy Hook. No, not all school shooters. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but not all school like, shooters. But there are yeah. school shooters that are like that. And, the, and this last one was uh, bullied in that, that he did shoot up the school because of that. He was bullied, yes. But he shot up the school because his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend was starting to date another guy. Mm. That's why he went into the school with a gun. I'm, I don't. I don't think that's the sole reason. No, I'm sure I, like, it's a mixture of. I'm sure all. the bullying had a little bit to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like I you wanna, can't you can't put the blame on the victims. I do believe. No matter what, I like, do believe you don't that, you don't like it's the same thing with people saying, "Oh, that woman shouldn't have dressed like that, and she wouldn't have got raped." Right. It's blaming the victim. Right. Yes, they shouldn't have bullied him, but he was also a racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I probably would have bullied him too. Yeah. I mean. Not bullied him, but... I want to say, statistically, the reason why people shoot up schools, it's unlikely that it's because they were bullied. I think if you go and back and look at uh, shooters, school shooters, uh, very rarely it's because they were bullied. I think for the most part, it's just because they are uh, they have a little something missing in their head. Yeah, but anyways... Uh, oh, yeah, we're talking about Woodstock. About to, back to Woodstock. Um, you know, it was it was amazing. And yeah. you didn't have these kind of things in Woodstock. The things we're talking about just now. Right, right. You didn't have these things at that time. Yeah, I mean, there were like things like the Manson murders and stuff. You had a and lot of were, serial killers back then. There were serial killers back then. I think that But was you just... didn't have as many violent people. I want to say You had was... a few select violent mm-hmm. people that were causing a lot of mayhem in there, the country. There were a lot of cults. There were. And I want to say that I, was because the how easily it is to manipulate people when they're like tripping on LSD or something. Exactly. Like that's the thing. Like you have all these cults, but there's still not as much violent action then than there is now. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the cults revolved around peace and love towards one another, and you know and they had giant orgies, and there was one lucky guy in the center of it all. I wish I had my own cult. Yeah. Yeah, I can see why you would. <laughs> I wish I had my own cult. I can see why you would. With 20, but... 20 wives. Wow, there there was only six hundred toilets at this festival. That's what I was saying. Oh, that's what I said. Speaking people... of cults, dude, what? This is crazy. There was four hundred thousand people, right? Six hundred toilets. That's about one toilet for every six hundred and sixty-six people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's this no, was, no, was all it? a cult. Woodstock was a cult. Yeah. I mean, wait, what are you what are you talking about? How did you get that from six, the toilet? Six 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 is the number of the devil. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I swear that there that a lot of people that you know believe in conspiracies and numerology and stuff that they do make those kind of giant leaps when it comes to things like that. Like that lady who was talking about the monster energy drinks. Have you seen that? Yeah. And she's talking Saying about it being the number of the devil. Like yeah, those three, are stupid. Like, They're so I, that, stupid. People make giant leaps when it comes to that. Like, I get that you were joking, but some people, like, it's... it. They're not joking. Like, they might hear what you just said, and they're like, oh, you're right. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like... Man, it's it's such an amazing time. Uh, I, I really wish wish if we ever do perfect time travel... I think a lot of people would go back to Woodstock. I think so, too. Like, that's the first place I would go, honestly. Uh, but you got to understand that it, it wasn't the most comfortable place to be in, either. I, uh, if 
because we're so used to being comfortable with you know inside air conditioning on our technology all the time I think if we went out into those kind of conditions not all of us would be accustomed to that kind of thing I think a lot of us would be uncomfortable being outdoors being wet in the mud you know yeah at, at that time everybody, it wasn't at, a problem it wasn't know? a problem everybody loved it everybody loved the outdoors yeah, and speaking of uh, different times uh, even though probably about 90% of the the people that were there were smoking weed only 33 people were arrested for right. drugs at Woodstock that. so the police let it happen exactly. like you couldn't get away with that now that's what I was saying earlier like the guy that when you watch the documentary you can hear the guy on stage talking about the acid that's going around you know telling people that the acid's not laced and that if they're tripping that they're going to be okay and if that they really do feel like they have a problem they can visit the med the medic the medic tent and it was just like drugs were not that big of a problem and I feel like that should be like today you know, I, I think that the kind of punishments we give for for the war on drugs is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. See, this this concert festival was so relaxed, the security guards called themselves the police force. <laughs> the police force. Instead of the police they, force, the yeah, police force. They enforced their will by spraying people with water mm-hmm. and hitting them with cream pies. That's like, how we like should... clowns. Literally clowns were the security guards. That's 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 it's... amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. If that happened today it would be riot shields and and guns with wooden bullets and and smoke grenades and Yeah, exactly. Like that's just amazing to me that that they that's how they that's how they policed this event. But it goes to show that you could do that in a peaceful manner. And and get what you need i'm sure i'm sure there was no riots there was no nothing like that and so i'm sure everything worked out in the end ultimately so it's like why why can't we do anything like that now why is it that we're so violent now yeah i don't know Uh, i think it has a lot to do with the the war on drugs yeah the war on drugs was i think that was who did that reagan i think no that was clinton was it really yeah uh, he was he was the one that mostly um, did the war on drugs. I, it was it was it's a terrible decision because I I think the punishments are very severe. And if you look at other countries, if you look at Amsterdam, they kind of have the you know this whole everything's out there and uh, nothing's there's there's no mis- mystery surrounding anything and you know you just yeah, go to the hospital like, if you overdose. Like and, drugs aren't. Like, there's some drugs that obviously are a bigger deal than others. Right, right. But... Meth, crack, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, know what you, I know what you mean, but there are... It's just, I feel like we shouldn't be punishing people who who have, you know, addictions to certain drugs and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, feel like I we, agree, I feel like we should, instead of sending those people to prison, I feel like we should send those people to hospitals. And to rehabs, to get better. But that's not um, you know, always like, the case. We punish like, them I just, and we'll send them to prison, like, and they sit there in jail, and they go through all their withdrawals and stuff. Yeah, I just want to spread positivity, you know? Like, I negativity is the worst thing in life. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it comes from people that you love and people that are around you, you know? I think we should all strive to just give people compliments, even if you don't know them. Tell them, hey, I like your shoes, or hey, that's a nice car, you know? Like... Just be more kind to people so we can get back to something like 
Woodstock to where we're not burning shit down and stuff sometimes, like that. Sometimes you know? that's so hard to do, though, because a lot of people today, they just don't give a shit about anybody else. And that's the problem. Like, that's just continuing and continuing to grow further from uh, from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s where mm-hmm. people actually loved each other. Right. You and know, The only like, thing you can do in this situation is, is be a better person yourself and, you know, maybe maybe that'll be infectious to other people around you. Yeah, so you know what, guys? Um, this week, try to be nicer to people. You know? Shut While the fuck up. Okay, sorry, Dad. <laughs> but just just try to be try to be nicer to people. Um, that's what we're gonna leave you with this week. Just try to be a little nicer to to somebody. Don't be a little pussy. Yeah, don't be a bitch. And and just say hi to the person you never talked to at work. Say. Say hi Say, to the people at the, you know, going, walking by people at the store. Just be a little more friendly when it comes to people. Look up out of your phone. Quit looking at your phone. Yeah, get off your phone while you're listening to this podcast. Stop scrolling through Facebook stalking people. Yeah, get off your phone. Get off your technology. There's a world to live out there. Say hi to people. There's other people that are living, you know. Yeah, just stop staying in your own little bubble, and maybe we can maybe we have can, a little bit of a happier, maybe happier we could world, live. you know. Maybe we could live like they did in the sixties in sixty nine. And you, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna wrap up the show today. And uh we'll be back next week, I believe. Uh hopefully next week, yeah. Um obviously we both work, so it's it's hard to get our schedules together. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna be it for us this week, and we will see you guys next week. Later. Bye.